Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from Pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. On this episode, we are dishing on overrated restaurants in Disney World. We'll talk about the most overhyped and overrated Disney restaurants and what restaurants you should be trying instead. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton. And this is the Main Street Dish. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another week, another episode. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Happy Monday. Happy Main Street Monday. That's a good day. Especially (laughs) when we're talking about overrated things. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we did an overrated foods episode that everybody kind of loved, and we were talking about things, and overrated restaurants just sound like a great idea. Because we're hitting really, really good restaurants in all the episodes kind of surrounding this episode, so maybe you got to knock some other restaurants down a peg. (laughs) <laughs> our so expectations are high <laughs> seriously we were doing such good dining but i mean you've been on this kick of reviewing every every single restaurant in disney world where, where what have you made a dent i know it I sounds think, sad yeah, to yeah. ask no but... I, I have i think there's about a little over 200 restaurant restaurants and i'm at 40 something all right yeah that's that's i mean i'm almost a fourth fourth of the way there all right i think <laughs> You're like, I hope. Because then you add in kiosks and things. The Smiling Crocodile is technically a restaurant, but it's not a restaurant. You know what I mean? Like they have actual food, like meals. So, but I'm probably a fourth of the way through with actual restaurants. So that's pretty decent. That is pretty decent. Not that amount. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. But also, I mean, you've had some good, you've had some bad. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but let's, let's dive into our list, shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, so let's start with <laughs> character dining, right? Mm. Crazy. You know, we love a good character <laughs> dining option. But there are actually some really good character dining, but there are some that are just incredibly overpriced, overhyped, mm-hmm. right, that we're not here for. So top of our list is going to be both Be Our Guest and Cinderella's Royal Table. Yeah. To me, these are the epitome of if you've never been to Disney before, you probably will really enjoy them. But it's a one-and-done situation. It's overpriced food for what it is. It is so expensive, and it's not great. There will be some dishes that are really good, but as an overall basis, I don't think the food at these two restaurants is high quality. Oh, I agree. You are paying for the ambiance in these. Yeah. And and that is like a one-and-done type of thing. We've done breakfast at Cinderella's Royal Table. I've done dinner there as well. And then Be Our Guest, we've done every mm-hmm. every meal there. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the only reason I wanted to go back to Be Our Guest was just to go inside. Yeah. I miss I miss the quick service aspect of Be mm-hmm. Our Guest. I hate that it is just a sit-down restaurant right now and not a quick service. Like, what happened to the kiosks in there? Yeah. It was, I I think we've talked about this before. It was my go-to for lunch. I'd walk in there and have a bowl of French onion soup because their French onion soup is very good. It's delicious. Correct. But you're paying 60 some odd dollars. I think the price went up, but what I'm thinking in my brain. So it's even more expensive. You're paying 60 some odd dollars for lunch. Lunch per person. That's insane. That is literally insane. And I think that'll be kind of a reoccurring trend with certain restaurants on here is when they went from an a la carte menu to prefixed that really killed the restaurant. It is so useless. And I think Disney, especially right now, they're struggling with attendance. What are you doing? Get rid of prefix menus because you will drive traffic back there. But to me, this is just such a one and done. If you've never been, I think there is a lot of ambiance to both of these places that you pay for, but... I, I wouldn't even consider them 
restaurants had considered them experiences. Yeah. You know, it's like when when people, especially first timers, walk into Disney World and they see the castle and it's like, you can dine in here. And it's like, of course I want to dine in the castle. Of course people want to dine inside Cinderella's castle. Mm-hmm. Same with Beauty and the Beast castle. I mean, it's not as grand and spectacular looking, but once you get inside, it's probably we, more grand and spectacular than the inside of Cinderella's World. But to can be completely we just honest. also say that the grand ballroom at Be Our Guest is very cafeteria-like? Like, oh, it yeah. is a it grand ballroom. But it doesn't have to be. It, it didn't have to be. Right. But it but, is. And the library and the West Wing, they are also they're, they feel more like a restaurant. But yes. that main ballroom is so large, which I get it's the ballroom. Right. But... It just feels like a cafeteria. And you're paying a lot of money to dine in what could feel like a cafeteria. Yeah, this is why I think it, it, it should go back to quick service, to be honest. But Fit yeah. the vibe. Yeah, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But let's talk about options that we're going to recommend that better food, better experience. I mean, unfortunately, with character dining, the price point is never going to be a huge no. value and a huge savings. It's just never going to be that in Disney. But let's go over to Epcot and let's go to Ockershoots. I love this restaurant. I think this is the best character interactions I've ever had. And that's why I think, to me, this is much higher up on the list than Be Our Guest or Cinderella's Royal Table. Cinderella's Royal Table has some of her friends there, but Be Our Guest is the beast. Belle's not even there. So I think they have it defined as signature dining, but it would fall in the character dining category. But Akershus, it is every Disney princess that any little child or grown adult, (laughs) doesn't matter, would want to interact with. And they take so much time at the table. I was crying watching interactions with other children because they were just so precious. The princesses cared so much at every single interaction they went to. And that is just not what you get in Magic Kingdom at those two places because I think they try to turn over tables so much quicker there that the characters can't, you do not get time with the beast, period. So. How's the food? I have dined at breakfast there lately, and I think the food is pretty decent. It's it's it, it, it's a little higher than what I would consider like your standard character dining fare if we're comparing it to like, honestly, Cinderella's Royal Table or Chef Mickey's or something like that. It's a step up, but you mm-hmm. really come for the characters. And I think the character quality is worth paying the little bit of extra money. Sure. I it's heard, beautiful in there. It's pretty. Sure. I had heard some people that their criticism was that the the style of food was like yeah. what is it deterring to them for it's children like Norwegian right? style food for sure so I, sure. I can understand that and when I did breakfast I thought there was a good balance between foods that I think kids would love and then foods that were specifically kind of aimed at adults where it was a little more Norwegian flair to it sure and I, I mean I feel like the same could potentially be said for a restaurant like Tusker House mm-hmm. where there would I, I feel like there's a good mix of things that are definitely geared towards the adult foodie and things and Simba waffles, you know, like I feel like (laughs) there's always going to be a balance because Disney's never going to kind of completely block out a menu for, you know, cultural cuisine in that way. If they're having a buffet or some type of character dining, it's obviously going to be geared towards children's and children and their palate. Right. So Mm -hmm. the other one that we're definitely going to recommend is artist point. And Bethany, you literally just went here. I did. It was, I had the lowest of expectations when I showed up too, because I've never heard good things about Artist Point. The food was phenomenal. Easily top three on my list of food quality at Character Dining. Wow. The appetizers and desserts were all you can eat, which I think is a great 
bit, especially when it's character dining in right. this situation, because you go to Cinderella's Royal Table or you go to Be Our Guest and it's not all you can eat. You get your three courses and that's it. Appetizers and desserts were all you can eat. And the food itself was amazing. I had the pork shank based on people's recommendations and it was so good. You get characters there that you do not get in the park. And I think that like, obviously sure. Be Our Guest has that where it's the beast, but you cannot meet the evil queen and or Dopey and Grumpy. <laughs> At any other place in the park. Dopey and Grumpy only meet right now at Mickey's Not So Scary. That's it. And you have to wait in line forever. So this is another place where you have exclusive characters that you won't find anywhere else. And the food is also delicious. So I just think Be Our Guest and Cinderella's Royal Table, Bean and Magic Kingdom, just hit this vibe that is basic. Sure. Mm -hmm. And there's so many better options. I loved Artist Point, though. The character interactions were great. The Evil Queen was hilarious. I mean, I was actually scared of her at the end of it. I was like, I don't know how a child does this. <laughs> she was like, are you speaking to me? I was like, absolutely not. I'm, no. Ma'am, I'm very, I apologize. <laughs> I'm like bowing to her. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> but I just think Shoes and Artist Point are two much better options if you're looking for character dining but still want an experience. Yes, neither one are in theoretically a castle. I think Aqua Shoots technically might be, but it's not. It's not It's not the hoopla of everything. But right. you are paying for the hoopla at Be Our Guest or Cinderella Royal Table. Absolutely. You're going to get it. You're going to get it with your eyes and not on your plate. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but let's let's keep rolling. Let's let's talk Italian food, shall we? <laughs> our fave, <laughs> Bella. Our fave. Yeah, our fave. So our overrated Italian restaurant is... Via Napoli, and people are probably going to come for us for that because there are so many Via Napoli, hardcore Via Napoli lovers out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we got some better options here that we're going to talk about. Way better options. Yeah. I mean, last time I went to Via Napoli, I was just disappointed with it. I thought the portion size was small. The pizza was soggy. I was like, I don't know why people go on and on about this place. You know, I haven't been in years, and there is nothing driving me back. Yeah, and you know, I mean, and if, if that's our like Italian something. queen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the restaurant that I will go to time and time again, Trattoria Al Forno, without a doubt, that is, and it's right outside of Epcot, so it's literally right there. Just, same area, literally yeah, same literally area. Literally right there. You maybe have what another maybe 10, 15 minute walk. Yeah. Maybe, if, yeah. maybe detour to get to this restaurant, but yeah. you don't have to take a bus somewhere. It's right there. I think the food quality, the food, the amount of food you get, and just, I mean, it was just so good. It is, it is that home-style Italian cooking, right? The, the Italian, your favorite Italian restaurant, you know, your family-owned Italian restaurant in your area. This is what this place Shameless reminds plug, me of. No, no but like... <laughs> No, no, no. This is just what this food reminds me of. It's not like, yeah, 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 you know, sure. last last week's episode, we that's talked about Ravello, mm-hmm. right? And that's more of a modern, yeah, upscale, upscale-ish yeah, yeah. Italian, right? This is more stick-to-your-bones classic Italian food. Well, and it's still... Your chicky, chicky, parm, parm. Correct. Exactly. And, and your bowl, huge bowl-serving platter full of lasagna you yeah, know that's yeah, like bigger like, than your head exactly you know? like, like yeah. and that's what for me this is the italian food that i go to time and time again this is the italian food i, I grew up eating so for me this is always going to be a 10 out of 10 and it's always going to be my choice for italian food because this is the style of italian food that i always want to get and i feel like via napoli is closer to the home style than the modern yes italian. Well, sure yeah, yeah. so 
obviously they're going to be compared. And and Trattoria Al Forno has pizza. I have not had the pizza, but you have, Bethany. Correct? Yeah, I had the pizza on this last trip when I went down there. Went down oh, there right, for dinner right. before I met up with Colin and the whole gang over at our favorite Bellevue Lounge. Um, yes. I had a few Mozart moments that night, but uh, <laughs> the pizza was, I thought the pizza was good. Is it Ravello pizza? No, but at the same time, it's walkable from Epcot. They also have to go, so you can actually order in the app, and there's all that seating outside on the boardwalk, so we're getting into the season where the evenings can be really nice in Florida. Order the food to go and sit outside. I mean, if you want to get away that you don't have to tip your ter- server 20% on everything, there's drinks you can get outside as well, so I yes. think there's a lot of options there but let me tell you i agree with you i think this is the best home style when americans think of italian food this is what you're thinking of yeah yeah definitely and also just side note kids probably like it because fan love their meatballs so just saying (laughs) (laughs) love them yeah so just saying i think it's good And, and it's just a good family restaurant yeah and it but it also still feels elevated in some type of way it's not your basic I don't know. I just, I really I agree. like it too. I think you and I are like, it's not the Olive Garden is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally oh, understand. No, no. The gnocchi dish is, it's hearty and it's delicious, but it's served hidden under this giant thin Parmesan crisp, you know? Mm-hmm. So there, there is elevated lovely plating too, but underneath that is like yeah. good home cooking Italian food. It's so good. Yeah. We'll go to it every time. And of course, I mean, of course we mentioned Ravello over at Four Seasons. Incredible, incredible Italian food. Again, upscale, a little bit more modern, but we would be remiss if we didn't put on a list of recommendations for Italian and Disney. For sure. And I also really like Tutto Ristorante, which is actually still in the Italy pavilion. It is more expensive, I will say that, than Via Napoli. So giving it like a one-to-one comparison, you're going to spend more money. But they're close to each other and the food is just significantly better. I mean, that's where I had the best cannoli I've ever had in Disney so far. We still wow. have to bring Bella back for that one. But mm-hmm. it the the food there to me is a level up, which is so shocking to me because that's the same chefs that are creating the food for the booth in Italy out there. And somehow they miss every time. But I think Tutto Ristorante is delicious. Everything was very good when I went last time. And we ordered probably 80% of the menu. <laughs> sure. You got, you got for science. You have to know for science. You, you really do. But I was very impressed with it. It would be another one that I would not be mad. You know, Bella said she wouldn't go back to Via Napoli like she hasn't been rushing back there. I would 100 percent go back to Tuto Restaurante sometime soon. Nice. See? Hmm. Now you know. All right. Let's move on. Let's move upward <laughs> mm-hmm. to California Grill. So currently on our list of overrated restaurants and it has nothing to do with the location, the view, the service, the wine. It has everything to do with the prefix menu and the quality of that, the dishes on that menu and dishes they removed from the menu. Ugh. Rest in peace, short rib wontons. <laughs> this, this to me is the epitome of a restaurant that I thought was at the top of its game. When I really Easily. started getting invested into Disney food, I thought California Grill to me was on a pedestal, 100%. I loved California Grill. I would go there for everything big. (laughs) My 30th birthday I did there, I have done so many big meals here. And Prefix has ruined it for me. I don't even consider California Grill anymore when I go to Disney unless I'm going to sit at the bar. Because at $89 a person, it is ridiculously expensive. 
Yeah. And the food is just not great. And again, I don't want three courses every time I go somewhere. That is a lot of food. Right. Absolutely. And because it's three courses, each course has very limited mm-hmm. amount of options. So you're not getting like the California Grill we, we used to love before COVID. Oh, that menu was so it was, good. <laughs> it, was, it was not like a humongous menu, but it was big enough to pick, to go and get just a few appetizers, to go and get two entrees and an appetizer or just an a entree. Flatbread. Yeah, a like flatbread. sushi. They had so sushi. much. Correct. Yep. So I miss it. I miss it a lot. But there are great options mm-hmm. that have replaced California Grill in our hearts. California who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, obviously, Narcoozies. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you want to go watching fireworks, you're at a different perspective because you're at the ground. But in, right. in my opinion, almost a better view of the fireworks. You're mm-hmm. right on the water there and they yeah, play the music. Closer. It's, and yeah. yeah, your vantage point is very different. But I think that's a great spot to watch fireworks as well. Very seafood heavy on that menu. But literally, that was probably one of the best steaks I've ever had. Last time we went there, I got the surf and turf. The flavor of that steak was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. I had not a single note on that. I would recommend it in a heartbeat over California Grill at this point because California Grill is just so expensive and it's become boring compared to what it used to be. Yeah, yeah, because you don't you can't create a different experience each time you go. You're you're pretty much having the same exact experience mm-hmm. and that's I think why it's a one and done type of situation. Yeah. And I, I think the food in our is, is just phenomenal. It was, I mean, it was mind-blowingly good. It was mind-blowing. The, yeah. the, the, the dinner there was so phenomenal. I had the brisket and ricotta tortelloni, and it almost made me think that it was better than the short rib wonton no, over no, at California Grill. No, no, you Grill. said it was better. You it, literally... It was, it was so good. It um, was. The participant in the brown butter sauce, and, and they were full. The tortelloni were stuffed full of brisket and ricotta. It was so phenomenal. I ordered the black and red fish based off of your recommendation, which is crazy because I never, never really order a fish. That's a, that's a Jeffrey thing too, because he loves fish. Yes, I went he with, got it I that went night with too. his, he mm-hmm. did. And that was one of the best dishes I've had in Disney. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the sweet corn, the succotash, the smokiness of it with the black and red. Oh my gosh. It was so good. The dessert, the cheesecake. I could go on. I could go I on and on and on and on and on. Well, but we were, a we phenomenal were dinner when we were sitting there and you had a bite of your tortelloni and you looked at me and you were like, this is better. And I said, no, it's not. Colin, take that back. And I tried it and I was like, I don't, I don't want to declare a winner. I won't have a favorite child, but they are on the same level. It was absolutely delicious. I was very, very impressed. Very, and again, very different vibe. Very, very different vibe, I will say for sure. Very different yeah. vibe. But, and you know, I, the one thing I do miss, cause I think we've talked about liking this. I love when the kitchen's open and you kind of can see in, which doesn't exist mm-hmm. at Narcoozies, but the mm-hmm. service was phenomenal mm-hmm. when we were Crazy there this good. time. And people all the time say, what about bringing my kids? And I think Finn is the testament to your fi- kid can a hundred percent go to Narcoozies and it'd be great. And they can that California girl too, without a doubt. They kind of yeah. have a back room that last time we went, I felt like they were putting the children in earlier in the evening, the little <laughs> back room at California right. girl. But they were so good with kids at Narcoozy. So if you're going with kids, it's still great. Somebody messaged me the other day and said her, I think seven and nine-year-old absolutely love Narcoozy's as well. So, Wow, nice. A great it was option. phenomenal food. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal yes. food. Finn had a great cupcake. 
highly recommend. He does have a good cupcake. He, he, he highly recommends as well. <laughs> he does. He's like, my mom would never recommend a cupcake, but here I am. <laughs> this Finding Nemo cupcake. Yeah. Let's, let's Bella's clarify. Gonna defend he it ate right the now. icing. He, he did eat the, the icing. icing. All he, the icing. He did not eat the cupcake whatsoever. He literally gave me, handed me the cupcake, and I said, oh, thank you. And then he just took the icing, and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> The kid who knows so, what he wants. He's a kid who knows correct, what he wants. Yeah. Correct. I laughed because so when he was going in on that cupcake, I was like, oh, my God. And his mother's Bella, the cupcake hater. I... Oh. <laughs> she must die a little bit inside right now. She's like, he's not eating the cupcake part, though. <laughs> he's not. He's not. It was literally just blue icing. <laughs> correct. <laughs> Nothing and wrong he with loved that. every second of it. He yes, did. He did. He did. Yeah. Um, but other, other than our koozies, we can absolutely recommend Citricos as always we are always going to recommend Citricos no matter what they're gonna be like you're looking for something oh, go to Citricos, Citricos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go to Citricos right now I just went with my mom on our last trip we went we sat at the bar you can order the full menu at the bar super casual the lounge seating is great there you don't have to commit to a reservation you can just show up and sit and have some delicious food we love there were a lot of chicken I actually had an incredible duck appetizer there which was so <gasps> wonderful it is good oh my god was it good I what the old-fashioned was amazing but again super incredible service delicious food kind of that still floor-to-ceiling window there's a lot of natural light coming in it's a beautiful vibe are you getting theme park firework crazy view no but you're gonna have a lovely dinner, and it's going to be a beautiful atmosphere. And other than Citricos, we can always recommend Topolino's as well. If you're looking for something similar, mm-hmm. Topolino's is on the top floor of the Riviera. Offers you fireworks views of Epcot Forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yay! <laughs> I mean, we'll get a new. We got a new show coming in December, so luminous. Yes, luminous. Yeah. And you actually can technically still see Magic Kingdoms from there. Obviously, they're not piping yes. in the music, but that's yep. right beyond the distance. They it actually is, yep. line up pretty perfectly. Yep. And while while the the, the rigatoni has has burned us, there are still some other really delicious dishes yeah. up at Topolino's as well. The ricotta appetizer is delicious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always, we always have to get that one. I've had their steak there before, and that you know always for me was cooked was cooked well. Mm-hmm. You know the rigatoni. It's sad. It's it's sad. But they do have other good dishes. It's probably not, out of the three that we're talking about, Narcuzzi, Citricos, and Topolinos, it's not one that I would go to or want to go to each time I'm down there. But I will throw it back into the rotation when I give some time for my heart to heal from the rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs> so. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> but but another, another restaurant that is great for, you know, bar seating and lounge seating, but you know, you don't need a reservation. It's one of those mm-hmm. that you're on the Skyliner and you're like, yeah, yeah, let's go up and check Topolino's bar and let's at least have a ricotta appetizer and a cocktail. Like, I, I do like that vibe. California Grill, there are how many seats at the bar? Ten. Yeah. <laughs> and need- if we're talking about rooftop decks, because obviously California is known for their rooftop area, yeah. Topolino's wins hands down. Size-wise, oh, yeah. the one at California Grill is obviously significantly larger, but right. the one at Topolino's just has the string lights and it's very Tuscany and just gives you all the great vibes. There's yep. so much lounge seating, so you can grab your drink at the bar or Absolutely. grab a drink after dinner and pay your bill and walk out and sit there and enjoy it. They have like yep. all the little outdoor couches. It is so lovely. I cannot praise that outdoor area more. They just need to bring back the actual bar out there. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. What are they waiting for with that one, though? Like, really, though? 
Yeah, when I talked to the server last time, because this was one of the the first times I went to Topolino's was with my mom and my dad and my little sister. And we honest, we just got drinks and sat out on the lounge seats and we saw the outside bar and they were like, yeah, we, we built it in and COVID hit and we closed it and we haven't opened it since. So they, they said it was still because of COVID. So we, we, we a ways out from COVID at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens after COVID, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but all, a great all good options. Yeah, really yeah. good options. Yep. Now let's let's go to... Another rooftop spot. <laughs> another rooftop spot. Finally, let's talk about our last restaurant on this list of overrated places. We are going to Toledo over at Coronado Resort in the Grand Casino Tower. Up on the top floor, this is a Spanish tapas style restaurant that is currently a Michelin recommended restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) I just, after, after we've eaten at Haleo and Kappa, I just do not understand. I I will never go to Toledo again. Uh, There's like no point. I, I don't disagree with you. I used to love it before COVID. And then every time I've gone, I either haven't enjoyed it or it's been like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fine. There's nothing about this place that, and I think especially knowing it pre-COVID, there is nothing about the post-COVID version of it that makes it sparkle like it once did. And I don't sure. understand what happened because I used to love this spot. And now things are so inconsistent even just basically cooking a steak, the the bare basics that you need to do at a place that has a good amount of steak on the menu, they can't get it down. And my thing is, well, yes, there are some good dishes on the menu. Consistency for me is so important. And when I go multiple times and cannot consistently have a good meal, how can I recommend that? Disney is not cheap. It's very expensive. If you are going to be that expensive, you have to consistently turn out good food. And this is where it like hits to me. And, you know, I said this the other day, actually, about Monsieur Polk. While some dishes were great, there is no room for you to have errors that make my dining experience awful because Mm -hmm. it is expensive. And for that reason, consistency, I cannot recommend it. Absolutely. I mean, even the temperature of the steak, right? Mm -hmm. The amount of sauce on the plate. Little things like that just go such a long way. The quality it, of bread. The quality of bread, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but no, like... but seriously, no, you're, you're so right. Especially in comparison to other places that are still within the same Disney bubble that we are going to be recommending to you instead. So like Bella said, over in Disney Springs, Haleo by mm-hmm. Chef Jose Andres is a wonderful, wonderful Spanish tapas style restaurant. Some of the best food I've had in Disney. Yeah, right? I mean... And it, we've been there multiple, multiple times. Yeah, it's multiple probably times. one of our most dined, most frequently dined places in yeah, Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there up was, there on that list. Well, yeah, for there sure. was a there was a stretch there when we each trip would go down and and have a meal there. Yep. And what's great about it too is you can order one or ten or twenty things. There's and, so much flexibility. And yeah, we've had menu. different meals, you know, different items. We've had the same, and the quality and the consistency is there. You know, it's, it's, that's why I think we keep going back. Yep. The menu is large, so you can definitely change it up each time, but also it's just the quality, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's, it's just so, so, so good. And also those olives, like, (laughs) you know, those liquid olives, I can't get enough. enough. They're just genius. I have no other words besides genius for those liquid olives. Mm -hmm. And, and how, how the, how a restaurant of this quality 
was not recommended by Michelin mm -hmm. just baffles me yeah. in the same right that Toledo was. Because mm -hmm. if Toledo is recommended, then I'm like, well, but what about Haleo? It, it's mm -hmm. fine if Toledo is recommended, right. but Haleo yeah. should be too. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm only if, only if Haleo is also recommended. Because we're, we're comparing apples to apples there, really, yeah. in, in styles of cuisine, right? And it, it's not apples to apples. It's not, it's not comparable in my mind. There's flexibility on the menu. And but they have a happy hour. And they have a wonderful happy hour. Yeah. Wonderful happy hour. But let's head over to the Four Seasons to talk about Kappa really fast. We we had a whole episode practically on it, and it was amazing. <laughs> but we'll but, talk about it again. <laughs> we'll talk about it again. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. But over at the Four Seasons, again, talking about rooftop dining up on the 17th floor of the Four Seasons. Phenomenal. This is the only restaurant on Disney property to have been awarded a Michelin star. Currently. Well-deserved. Well-deserved, though, the Michelin honestly, star. It is so honestly, good. Honestly. Incredible Spanish-style steakhouse with phenomenal cuts of meat, phenomenal side dishes. I really don't think that there were they, there were many misses mm -hmm. on this menu. There were a couple things I think on the menu that we were like it was okay. Yeah, but that there wouldn't were, order yeah. this again. Yeah. 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 There were a few things that I wouldn't order again, but I like yeah. wasn't mad at it either. You know no, what I mean? No, not by any means. The problem is the quality of the other food was just so spectacular that would I would actually probably have been impressed with those dishes if we ate them at Toledo. I'd have been like, wow, <laughs> this is yeah. good. No, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I think it yeah. was like we had what? A vegetable side dish that was whatever. Yeah, it was like, like an eggplant. Eggplant, oh, yeah. Kind of like an eggplant um, oh, yeah. situation. Yeah, the eggplant. And, and then, I'm honestly just not, candidly, I'm not the biggest fan of eggplant either right. so like and it then, wasn't really for me but and then we also had a, the mushrooms which i thought they were good mm -hmm. but like i took one bite of them and i'm like yeah they're good but there was but corn. give me that corn polenta there yeah. was corn yeah. polenta correct exactly yeah. but yeah, i really yeah. do think if you put some of those things on the menu at toledo i would have been like oh this is good for toledo you know that level is just they're very vastly different levels so yeah that's fine dished at Kappa would be high quality at Toledo. So yeah, absolutely correct. Correct. Um, but this is this is one I think if if you want more information about Kappa, you can listen to our last yes, episode. So we just we go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. But this is one that you should absolutely put on your list if you're a fan of good cuisine. If you're a foodie, if you if you if any foodie, I feel like would be excited to go to a Michelin star restaurant and and just experience that type of cuisine. But put it on your list. Go on your next yeah. trip go unless you're going within the next month, month or so a few weeks yeah, when it's <laughs> for improvements quote-unquote improvements i don't know what they're improving like we said but <laughs> yeah but put it on your list to go for sure for sure so now let's dive into some breaking disney foodie news breaking disney foodie news yes <laughs> uh we haven't had a foodie news segment in a while because it's not been say, anything crazy. Yeah, it's been a while. But D23 did just happen, and they did make some announcements. And one of them, not saying we called it mm -hmm. at all, but we totally, totally talked about this on a previous episode, one of our Disneyland episodes. Yeah, should I say, let's cut to the tape because we're going to pull up roll what it, we said in this set. Roll, roll, roll it the, back. Roll the tape. But yeah, I think hands down. Obviously, there's a lot of scenes that are the same and yeah. both of the rides, but overall, as a ride, Pirates at Disneyland oh, is significantly totally. better. Totally. Pirates, Pirates Disneyland gives me, like, Goonies vibes. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, know the yeah. scenes in Goonies when they're in there and you see, like, the, the, the Pirate King on his skeleton on his bed and he's surrounded by treasure. And then they have the one scene where that all of them sitting at the bar and the one Pirate skeleton drinking a bottle of wine. It's just, like, such cool things. Mm -hmm. But also, we need to make that Pirate Bar a thing. Hmm. 
Yes, we passed by the Power Bar and we were like, this is the Tip Top Club, though. <laughs> Honestly. You... The Tip Top? The Tip Top Club? The Tip Top Club, yeah. Why does it sound weird when I say it? Like, but yeah, that needs to, there needs to be these things. Oh, totally. Now, actually, <laughs> though, they should have a really true hidden bar. And they give you a map when you enter the park if you're 21 and older. And you gotta go Booze hunters. I love it. I like Mm -hmm. that. I would be down for that. Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? Anyway. Will it work in Disneyland with a treasure map and a pirate map to find the pirate bar? It would. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Disney, if you're listening. We're waiting for that pirate bar. Thank you. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. What? When did that episode go live? That's the real question. I actually don't know the answer to that. I don't know. I'm gonna I mean, find, we went I'm going to find out right now. It was the May. That episode went live. May 15th. That is wow. plenty of time for you to do some renderings about a pirate bar. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and that was probably like one of the, one of, you know, there were a lot of things that were talked about at T23 and some of them were a little bit more baked than others. And this one was yeah. one they just totally kind of like, I feel like floated. It's yeah. like, this is happening in the nondescript future and we're working on it. There was not details. Are they going to serve alcohol? We don't even know. Because it, it was like a lounge for young and old. Yeah. I know, but how can, how can you not? That's my question. Oh, I agree. How can you call it a lounge and not? Where's the rum? Correct. We want... Give the people the rum. We want the rum. Yep. But for I... sure. Where do you think it'll be? I think it'll take over part of that gift store. Yeah, I, I actually huge. even huge. think, you know, the Tortuga. When you, correct. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just. Oh, Tortuga. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like there's tor- there's a lot of space back there. Correct. I feel like Tortuga is so overlooked, too. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Who, who really talks about it? You know what I'm saying? Mm, right. No well, and, and honestly, with, with Tiana's coming, who knows what they're going to do to Pecos Bill. Right. As well. So that could be a whole. I mean, they all share kind of the same building so it could be a reimagining of that whole situation but i don't really know tiana's place would uh back up to a pirate bar you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> exactly. they could be, but that's for them to figure out not for us to figure out um, unless you want us to come and help figure it out because we will exactly we're you, we're open is, <laughs> we're do you think it's going to be like ogas where i think it's, it's definitely reservations be like ogas. and timed you get two absolutely. drinks in 45 minutes that's what i think it's going to be absolutely because i mean ogas i mean it's for adults but then they have fun things for kids as well like the the, the bubbling drinks and the mocktail situation and, and the interaction i think the dj rex will end up being polly the talking parrot you know it'll be mm. kind of the same vibe for sure so i can foresee that happening but i think my biggest thing would be wow they're putting a Putting a bar inside Magic Kingdom could be the the, what is it? the start of something new. You know, I love Correct. it. it I to love me, it. It gives me Ogas in Disneyland where you're not allowed to leave with any beverage, including water. They're very Correct. strict with things. Correct. I think this is the starting point of, you know, making Magic Kingdom a not so dry, dry park. Because, of Absolutely. course, you can get things when you sit table service, but you have to be sitting there for table service. This would be a game changer because you could walk in and get cocktails and that's it. Absolutely. I mean, I that mean, specialty cocktail list would be epic. Uh, mm-hmm. I just think this is what Magic Kingdom needs. They need a few of them, you know, not just <laughs> not just one. But yeah. this is what Magic Kingdom we'll would be. We'll take a Tron one. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, yeah, I mean, can fun. you imagine yeah. Haunted Mansion? That's like, top that, of my list. Yeah, like how cool. But I, this is totally needed, and I'm hoping it goes the direction we expect it to go. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know how it couldn't, but... I'm hoping it does because that's that's totally what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Oka's was so new, right, when it when it came out. I mean, they don't really have any type of bar like that. So it, it's only natural. It, it does well. It's only natural to do another one in the similar Absolutely. style, but, you know, a different theme. So, And I, especially after a very beloved IP, you know, there right. are so many people are, you know, there are a lot of Star Wars fans. There are a lot of Pirates fans as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're going to hit that niche market, especially I think Pirates is just so directly correlated to a, a, a drink. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so all I just rum. think all the rum, these things just go hand in hand. So I'm very yeah. excited. Not saying we called it, but we, we called it. We, ca- it, it, we called it. Disney, if you're listening. <laughs> if there's a treasure map, that's a wrap. I'm done. Like, that's oh. how you know. <laughs> that's, yep. yep, done. You, uh, I'm like, that would be amazing. Really now. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's like that that uh, that sound when they're like, no, we don't listen. And we'll be like, you sure about that? Yeah, exactly. Sure are you that? sure about that? Yeah. Exactly. But to this I say, <laughs> if you are the Disney Imagineer in charge of this and you happen to be listening... Can you please put us on the media list for the opening of this bar? That's all I'm asking. Just, oh, please. Just that, do us that solid, okay? <laughs> it's a nod from you to us that you know that we, you're welcome. Just that subtle wink that, you know, yeah, yeah. is going to arrive in our inbox and we're going to be like, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we know. It'll never happen, but that's okay. But <laughs> if, if we're going to float ideas, then like, if, if you are really here, then just, you know, we can come up with a drink or two. Yeah. That'd be it fun. better be rum-based. All the rum. All the rum. It's going to be called All the Rum. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And the kids' drinks are, why is the rum gone? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I was concerned. I was like, you know, they could say Jack drank all the rum, and that's why there's no rum here. Oh, totally. I was like, do not do that to me. Just give me a Don't you dare. Give me a beverage, you know? That's all I'm saying. Seriously. An adult one. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. You can support our show by subscribing on Instagram and subscribing on Patreon. Take a second to rate our show on iTunes and for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you on the next show.